The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning and welcome to this edition of the Source of Truth podcast. Thanks for joining us and giving me the opportunity to be part of your day uh, just for these few moments as we come to the end of the week together. If you're following along with us in Scripture, we are in the book of 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 2, and we're actually going to finish up the last two verses of 1 Peter chapter 2 this morning. So we're in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse number 24. Now, the last couple episodes, we just got done talking about how we handle, well, we call it injustice or things that happen to us that are just unfair. We talked about the example that Jesus set and how to respond to persecution and to suffering and to, and to injustice, really. And now we're going to see a little bit of what that meant for us, his suffering, his persecution. Because sometimes poor theologians, bad theology, apostate preachers, whatever term you want to use, will go back to Jesus and say that some of what he endured was his fault or he deserved it. Uh, sometimes what they say is that Jesus wasn't really God, that he was just 100% man. And um, by the way, just a simple level of logic in that comment I just made. There's no way Jesus could have just been a good man. People say that. He wasn't really God. He was just a good man. Uh, that is impossible. Let me tell you why logically. Jesus, while he was on the earth, claimed to be God, claimed to be the Messiah. So either he was who he claimed to be or one of the greatest liars to have ever lived. He actually did blaspheme claiming to be God when he was not. So he either was God or the greatest liar to ever live. He could not have been a good man. He couldn't have been just in the middle of that. So he was the Messiah. He was God. History's proven that and all these things. But So what we're going to look at these passages is we're just going to see the while he suffered, there's a lot that we benefit from the suffering of Jesus. And sometimes we don't always get it. So today's a simple reminder of the wonderful blessings, the wonderful truth that comes uh, as a result of what Jesus endured for you and for me. So verse number 24, Bible says, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. For ye were as sheep going astray, but now we, um, now we turn into the shepherd and bishop of your souls. So he starts off in verse 24, and he gives some very specific terminology. And the terminology is on purpose um, to give some specifics. Who his own self, no one else, it was he, he himself bared our sins in his body. The physical pain. Uh, we talked about this, I think it was yesterday. Uh, there was physical pain. There was emotional turmoil. There was a spiritual separation between him and God. All of that stuff happened. This is what he endured in his own body on the tree. So why did he do that? That we, being dead to sins, should live into righteousness by whose stripes you are healed. So here's what happens. Um, we were dead in our sins because really outside of the life of Jesus... The Bible says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. When Jesus comes into our heart, into our life, he gives us life. Outside of Jesus in our life, we are dead. We are dead in our trespasses, really. We live in sin. We live in this empty, really kind of dead world. Well, i tell you, dead. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. Ultimate ending for people who have never received Christ as their Savior is a place called hell. It's not because they're worse than other people. It's not because Christians are better than them. It's simply because 
they have yet to place their faith in Jesus. And if you come to the end of your life and you've not placed your faith in Jesus, the Bible says the next step is death. Please understand, that's not how God designed it. He designed hell for the devil and his angels. When sin came into mankind, well, hell became the destination. Hence the reason Jesus went to the cross. And he went to the cross because we are dead and we were dead in our sins and there's nothing we could do to get out of it. There's no way we could work enough. Because the answer is not your good outweighs your bad, you're good. There's nowhere in the Bible that talks about that. The answer is, the Bible says, for all of sin and come short of the glory of God. The answer is perfection. Heaven is only for perfect people. None of us are perfect. So we had to be have forgiven, been forgiven by Jesus or by God, been forgiven of our sins because of what Jesus did on the cross. The blood atonement is over us. Our sin has been washed away by Jesus. And now when God looks on us, he sees righteousness. Well, he doesn't see us. He sees the righteousness of Jesus, and now he can look upon us. And so we're not better. We're just saved. We're just forgiven. But if you go to the end of your life never receiving that, you end up in hell. Please, that's not where God wants you. He says God's not willing to get any should perish, but all come to repentance. His desire is that you would call upon him. All of you would call upon him. So, but he says, before that, we were dead in our sins. And then we came to life. He said, why? That we would live unto righteousness by whose stripes you're healed. Now, please understand, it also talks about the idea that we have been freed. We are alive. Now we no longer have to live in those sins. We have a choice. And please understand, to the unsaved, there's not a whole lot. I mean, you can you have a morality and you can go a certain direction to an extent, but the reality is with outside of Jesus, you're going you're gonna to believe a certain way because you don't have the alternative. You don't have the truth. When you come to Christ, what he does is he opens your eyes to truth. He opens your eyes to life. He gives you a perspective of the world that you didn't even know existed. And it's not a hateful, harsh, it's a loving, gracious, honest perspective of the world and of love and of Jesus and all of those things. Then I have a choice, the Holy Spirit. I don't lose that flesh, that part of me that sins, but I gain the Holy Spirit, which helps me to see the damage and the result and the end of all the pain that I was in or that I might have caused. And I can come to Jesus and get healing and I can grow from that. Then I can choose. I don't have to do this anymore. This is the life that Jesus gives us. And how he goes in verse 24, by whose stripes we are healed. That phrase, Peter's actually quoting Isaiah 53. Um, and I'm trying to, I didn't write it down, and I know I'm going to uh, botch this up. He's, uh, but he talks about the idea that with his stripes we are healed. He's all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. That's one of the references he's referring to. And then he says he went to the cross, and he goes, by his stripes we are healed. He's referencing Isaiah 53. Now here's what we see there. Jesus, I heard a preacher say this years ago, and it's just been one of those phrases that stuck with me. Jesus had stripes. We have scars. And it is through his stripes that we can be healed from our scars. Life brings scars. Life brings its damage. Life brings the things, you know, physical scars, emotional scars, spiritual scars, all these things that have, to this point, have just beaten us up. Jesus, through his stripes, heals us from the damage of those scars. And we can even down the road look at those scars, you know, we see forgiveness, we see love, we see grace, we see God, Jesus working in our life to develop something in us that we ourselves can't do. So he was, we were healed that way. So let me go to verse 25. Again, quoting Isaiah. For ye are as sheep going astray. He goes, we have gone away. 
Uh, this can happen as unsaved. We're just doing our own thing. We're, we're moving away. But as sheep, sheep references in Scripture to Christians. And so we, like sheep, can go away. Um, we can kind of do our own thing. I know the truth, but and we can go. So he, has, he continues to bring us things. But now, now that we are saved, we are returned under the shepherd and the bishop of our souls. His salvation, his regeneration process has brought us back. Instead of straying in our own ignorance, and, and by the way, sheep are not intelligent creatures. You know, they, they say that sheep will run into, da into danger simply by following another sheep who is kind of just going somewhere because um, that is what he says we do. We, we run into danger. We run into things that hurt us simply because, well, why not? We have no reason for it. They told me to do it. This is what we're supposed to do. And it feels good at the moment. We run in and we, we get hurt. He goes, we don't have to do that. We can come and we come back to the shepherd. We come back to the bishop of our souls having found healing. This is what Jesus suffered for. Jesus suffered. He endured the stripes. He endured the beating. He bled. He died for you and for me to pay the punishment of our sin, separated from God, to give us reunion with Jesus, to reconcile us to God. Now we have a sweet relationship with Jesus, and we can have that reconciliation. We do have that reconciliation, and the whole life has changed because of the suffering of Jesus. We look at it a lot of times, if you hear anything, that the suffering of Jesus was anything else but suffering for me. Whoever told you that is lying. He went to the cross. He endured physical limitations as a human on this earth. He left heaven, according to Philippians 2, left heaven, came to earth, all of that for you and for me. And then he ended up bleeding and dying on the cross for you and for me to fulfill punishment as the Messiah rose again from the dead three days later, conquering the grave, giving me a promised home in heaven if I put my trust in him. That's all been done for me. It's all been done for you. Now, if you've been, if you've been saved for a while or you are saved at the moment, this is just a reminder of how much God loves you. How much every day he inter Jesus intercedes for you. How much he wants you to be encouraged. How much he wants you to have abundant life. This is a reminder of that. If you've never been saved, this is a call to you of how much Jesus and God loves you. How much they're willing to sacrifice for you. And how no matter who you are and your background or where you are right now, Jesus loves you. And he wants you to call upon him. Read Romans 10, John chapter 3. These passages will help you to understand simply what it means to call upon Jesus for and, and repent of your sin and call upon him for salvation. If you got questions about this, we'd love to help you, whether you're local to the southeastern Pennsylvania, Philadelphia area, or whether you're listening to this in another part of the country. Our website is bensalembaptist.org. Our church information's on there. Please feel to call us, email us. We'd love to answer any question you have. We're not going to ask for anything. We don't look for donations for this. We just love to be able to be encouragement for you and to you. And so if we can help, please allow us to do that. Thanks for joining us this week. Thank you for joining us today. I hope it's a help. I, anytime I look at the love of Jesus, I'm encouraged. The good, the bad, and the ugly that comes with our days. I'm never alone because I have Jesus, and he loves me like no one else ever could. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you had a great week. Hope you're looking forward to a great weekend. If you're available, you're local or the area, uh, we have service, uh, just Sunday morning service this Sunday at 10 o'clock. Love to have you. If you can't make it in person, join us online. We'd love to have you on our Facebook page, YouTube channel, website. Uh, and just love to have you join us. And uh, then we'll be back again on Monday with the podcast. Thanks for joining us again today. We hope you'll join us again next week.